recording. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to a semi-pro film show. Today, we have got the normal panel of film watchers. Myself, Dalton Barrett, a.k.a. Barrett Digital. Myself, Josh Clements, or Brissette. I'm Colin Chastain, and I'm Bob and Colin. That's our man. That's our boy. We're here to do. We're so we're we're doing it the wackest way possible. We're we're gonna be going through the entire '90s Batman run at some point, and we did Batman '89 with Colin, and then we did Batman Forever also with Colin. But now we're jumping back to do Batman Returns because it's the beautiful, beautiful month of December, which means that it is time for a Christmas movie, and I don't know of a better Christmas movie than Batman Returns. Die Hard. Well, <laughs> would you call Die Hard a better movie than Batman Returns? It's a movie? I Ooh. would. Okay, so we'll have that conversation when we do our Die Hard conversation. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so we're going to hop into it. We'll get started. The way we're going to do this, we've all got the Warner Brothers logo up on our screen as it's fading in. We'll do a little countdown for you, and when we hit one, you hit play on your movie. So, three, two, one. It has been done. It's it's rolling. I like the um this is not the one that did it. It was actually um Batman and Robin that had my favorite Warner Brothers logo of all time where it turned into the Batman logo made of ice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that man. was really sick and I thought it was this one for like a split second and I was like, Oh, props for creativity, but nope. Thanks, Tim Burton. <laughs> I always the best in the world, Pee Wee Herman. Is that Pee Wee Herman? I didn't think it was, but there's a good chance it could be, and I was just mistaken. No, it's 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 Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, because uh, Tim Burton did like the Pee Wee Herman movies in the eighties. I knew he? that. He also did the new Pee Wee Herman movie. That, yeah, he did. I I always loved this intro because it's just it's stone cold. <laughs> it's also just different and weird too which if if there's anything about this movie as compared to 89 this one's just weird this is what happens when you give tim burton full creative control which is something that i don't think people should do but <laughs> i like this movie for it also no that totally is Pee Wee herman and that's really fascinating <laughs> I, I don't know why but before we just started this, I had it in my mind that it was Alan Cummings. I could see that. I am invincible. Is Alan Cummings Peter Cummings' son? Or, no. I didn't think that, but... There's a chance. I mean, there's always a chance. Chance. There's always a chance. <laughs> so what year is this? The How many years before... The normal well, that, Batman that stuff. Is Penguin like Danny DeVito age, or is Penguin meant to be like 21, but he just looked Danny DeVito? <laughs> That's kind of my... Well, Danny DeVito was pretty young when this came out. Um, he, Yeah, this was the of his twins fame. Right. So it's not like Danny DeVito was elderly at this point. But I, I just... Because everything looks so timeless which it always does in these burton movies but even more so here mm. so it's kind of i don't know i just i'm not sure when this portion of the film is supposed to take place how long has he been living in the sewers 
<laughs> I was just gonna say, if this like I, I want a shot for shot remake of this for uh, the Batman coming out twenty twenty two. Just give me okay. Just give me a shot for shot remake of Batman Returns, but it's Robert Pattinson, Colin Farrell, and uh Dottie Kravitz. Oh I forgot. And, yeah. And, and Christopher, Christopher Walken, Walken, he's coming back. Christopher Walken yeah, stays. He, he, he doesn't <laughs> you don't recast Christopher Walken. I that, like, uh, that like unroll on the Batman logo, kind of sick. I was about to make fun of it because it looks like a PowerPoint <laughs> transition. <laughs> um, it it just it rolls out. That's a PowerPoint transition. In case you wanted to know, <laughs> we were talking, Josh, just when we were just talking to each other the other day about creative opening credits. And, um, yes, yeah, these are some of the most boring that I think I've seen. <laughs> well, I'll, even okay. 89... I will take these, I know it's controversial, I'll take these over Superman's opening credits because mm. while I love Superman's opening credits, they go on for about four hours and That's it's true. just the space. See, Batman 89 had their opening credits over a, over an action scene, and so that was cool. Um, but this I is just over. A, this is over. It's my memory. Lockdown has destroyed my memory. This is Baby Yoda, f or not Baby Yoda? Baby Moses is who I meant to say, floating down the Nile River. Uh, but it's the sewer instead. I think it's I had it right the first time. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not the worst opening credits I've seen, but it is moderately boring. It, well, I mean, yeah. Well, if I mean, it's, it's got, it's at least it's got, got something going on. It's uh, it's the movie's going. It's got letters. It's it's saying words. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's doing it. something. <laughs> it is an excellent font choice. So, oh wow! <laughs> so we are about five minutes in, and the best compliment we have is they chose a good font for the opening credits. Also, shout out to Bill Finger. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Anytime we do a Batman movie, anytime before BVS, we've got to we've got to be sure to mention Bill Finger. Oh yeah. Bob Kane, you slime. <laughs> I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. <laughs> I'm gonna put some dirt in your cane. Good old time. You know, I didn't realize until I guess you you mentioned it in the last commentary, Colin. But I didn't realize that Tim Drake was named after Tim Burton. He was. He was in fact. Uh, I didn't realize that either. Beautiful uh, matte painting, by Tim the way. Tim was uh, created in 1989. Absolutely stellar, oh, nice. stellar matte paintings in 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 oh, yeah. of Gotham City. There. Unbeatable. I mean, genuinely. Also, I just want to say, like, is it? Why why do the penguins live in Gotham sewers? Like I know there's the rumor of alligators in New York's, but like Because Tim Burton pe shouldn't penguins be cold? Tim Burton wanted to have his whole sewer arc and he just <laughs> stuck <laughs> Tim Burton wanted to tell the story of his own burn. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The lighting of the Christmas tree. That's um not happening most places this year. <laughs> Once again, another great matte painting too. A lot of people don't realize that this is a matte painting, but those statues in the background are, are painted in, and and the tree is painted, and it's mm. just got the the people standing there. the the oh, sets The I set like... work in these movies, because they were shot almost completely on set, is incredible. Shout out to my man, the ultimate Alfred. 
I like how you just... <laughs> Do you think he does Bruce's Christmas shopping for him? Oh, absolutely. That's what he's carrying. What? Are... Yeah. No chance is it's is it's on. This has always been a pet peeve of mine. Um, from for for movies just ever, and it still happens to this day. What store is wrapping your gifts for you before they give them to you to take home? <laughs> like, like Alfred's gifts oh, yeah. inside the bag are wrapped with bows and stuff on them. Why? What store did that? Well, like, I, uh, I recently ordered an Amazon for a friend of mine uh, to get, like, delivered. And it gave me the option of gift wrapping it. I was like, yeah, sure. Turns out what that means is they just give you this tiny, tiny little, like, A3, A, uh, A3, A5 piece of paper. And they just write... Uh, Josh sent you this. Right. Here you go. <laughs> oh, there he is. Albert the man Einstein. the legend. <laughs> I am. Um, so apparently that role was actually going to be Billy D. Williams. Like that, the whole role was going to be Two Face. Oh, I like that. Does he get hot tea spilt on his face, uh, and that's what makes him Two Face? <laughs> <laughs> he actually gets scarred by Penguin. This character almost fills the the Joker role from the last movie um, where it's like that kind of that, that, but it's a little more businessy, but, but he, yeah, I think it's like, remember the mob boss from the last movie? Right. Which Joker became the mob boss. Right. Right. But it was that, that stature and like the, uh, the character placement. That's more similar to mm. that very first like boss. Right. Hmm. It's like Joker made that movie work, so what elements can we adapt over to this without making him Joker? Mm, well, the I know Tim Burton went into this wanting to make a standalone movie. Right. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman is great, by the way. It's a shame you know, she never uh, got her own movie. Originally going to be uh, Annette Benning. Interesting. Well, I know Michelle Pfeiffer afterwards yeah. was supposed to get her own film that eventually... In the long way around, the, led uh, into the, the Halle Berry one, I'm guessing. Right, um, through some rewrites and and eventually a recast when Michelle Pfeiffer aged out of the role. But the, that was supposed to be her movie, mm. um, which I think would have been neat. I don't know why they're pushing, yeah, why but... they constantly push so hard for Catwoman to have her own solo stuff. Uh, um, do they push? I'm gonna give you an so answer that. Well, well, I mean, they, they wanted Michelle they Pfeiffer to get her, like, own... her own solo stuff. They definitely push for her being more things. Isn't there something about um, it's Dolph Lundgren? Um, <laughs> isn't there something about uh, the the Reeves vs. Catwoman getting her own movie? It was like no, a show. I think was like... Oh, a show! Yeah, 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 that's right. I thought that was just like a like a rumor. I mean, it probably is. It's just. See, they can give Catwoman a show, but they can give Robin a show. I mean, Catwoman hey, can got, have got... a successful show. I'm not saying that, but do people care enough about Catwoman? You got Tim drinking to... uh, in Titans. <laughs> oh, nice. It was a good one. I love the I love the lighting here. Like the, oh, the beautiful. just bathed in red. And this is all on a set too, which is even more impressive. It's it's actually about. All of the sets in this movie ended up taking off about half of Warner Brothers' lot. And they're still there to this day. Mostly, yeah. I think, didn't they? I want to say they reused some of this for like Gremlins 2. Uh, something along those lines. There's something they reused for Gremlins 2. It may have been a, an exterior building shot or something. 
Um, there's a back alley lot in Gremlins that's there um, that may be from this movie. Uh, yeah, that sounds familiar-ish. Uh, <laughs> I can't go over his hair, man. Yeah, Christopher great. Walken is an eternal being. And he was <laughs> younger here. That's fake hair. Oh, yeah. Because this is right around the time this he was is... in that Bond movie. Um, yeah. yeah. Living Daylights? No, one of them. No, those are both Timothy Dalton movies. This was the last Roger Moore, but I can't. Oh, it was um, View to Kill. View to Kill. Yep. Um, but and he had like they, dark uh, brown hair there. Well, they they were originally going to make Shrek. His name Shrek. Um, they were going to make Shrek Penguin's like older brother. Right, I remember that. I think that was like an early draft. Thing they had plans, but and they never went through with it. Instead, they made him uh, Gotham Mobster number three. Right. Gotham Mobster, the most with, famous Batman villain. With Donald Trump Jr. as his son. <laughs> was, that was yeah, nice. we, we, we talked about this, uh, I think, last time. <laughs> and this, ugly this Ashton isn't... Kutcher is in the background. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that out really quickly. <laughs> no, no, we just, um, like, you know, the, the last one, you can tell there's, like, the studio kind of, like, with their with their finger on Batman 89, but with this one, it's just like, yeah, Tim Burton, you know, go go make a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> and it's, and, I love that you said that, there's the, the skull man pops in front. And it's for the better, too. A lot of people, as soon as you say studio interference, they're like, we should just let the directors make make movies. But Batman 89 is a better movie than Batman Returns. Like, studios do know what they're it's doing. It's funny you because, like, I, to my knowledge, I think both Tim Byrne and Michael Keaton prefer this movie. Well, it would make uh, sense. I, I think for, Michael, for... Ke Michael Keaton probably prefers it because he could actually, like, move in the bat suit and everything. And he he's not in the suit as much in this one. Um... And no, he, he sits in his study most of the time. Right. This is the most iconic Batman scene, I think, probably in any movie. Really? <laughs> I mean, in terms like of, like, the, being I like known. the mirrors aren't positioned already. They have to be repositioned after the light goes up. Well, it depends on where they're shining it, Josh. Is it not in a fixed location? I would assume it's on a swivel. <laughs> That's a swivel. On a swivel. <laughs> monkey <laughs> yeah, that is in fact a monkey there's also you the one guy the one gosh. circus clown is sitting with the sword that he's swallowing in his throat i, I was gonna say, i was gonna point that out you <laughs> just seen him with the sword in his throat <laughs> also if gordon was there who pulled the signal did he tell someone at the station to do it <laughs> it it's you know it's uh, he's got it on his top <laughs> No, no, Gordon called in, and he's like, prepare the signal, but don't pull it. It's got to be me. He goes up there. Right. He went all the way up. It's not like Gordon in these movies matters. Dead. You know? Like, Gordon Gordon in, in, in these movies doesn't matter, so. He doesn't. They, uh, so, wait, they, they said that they wanted the big guy, Shrek. Then they all threatened his son, and they just held their knives there while his son stood perfectly still, and he just managed to escape. Right. What a move. He could be Batman. He could be Tim Batman. <laughs> I like oh. the side wings on the on the Batmobile. 
it's Those it's very everything about this unrealistic program. gadget. Well, it's it's very much uh, like Bond gadget tea. Um, where it's like he's got all of these things that literally work this one time and will never be needed again. Uh, it's like, oh, Batman, I've yeah, installed side swipers onto your car. You may need them when driving through a group of people. You may not. <laughs> and then he needs them, and he, they'll, the they'll never come up again. Movies, unless you, um, it, it's not even the worst it gets, though, because like Batman and Robin, you have uh, bat, bat schools. Well, yes, but <laughs> it worked in Batman and Robin. It doesn't work here. <laughs> Batman commits manslaughter. <laughs> He's in the snow. Hey, he can Master put himself Cruz, out. I think you should install a, a swivel in your car. Oh, why is that? Oh, in case you need to light something on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's probably more for turning around quickly as opposed to lighting someone on fire. You see how quickly that turned around? <laughs> Not very fast. <laughs> also, why does the penguin have Joker thugs? Just out of curiosity? You know, because uh, they're all left over. No, no one's working for Joker anymore. Ah, okay, he just got them. That makes sense. <laughs> the Joker thugs uh, didn't... That's so weird. Penguin thugs are like clowns, and then the Joker thugs are just like normal guys in yeah. normal jackets. <laughs> so Batman once again commits manslaughter, but it's well, and it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I know people complain about like BVS Batman killing, or, and then the, everyone brings these up. But I don't know th this is a product of its time. I you also, I, you can't change. These. I draw the line at murder. Manslaughter is fine. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I like he has a flamethrower installed in his car that doesn't boost him forward. <laughs> at least he's not like shooting people. With machine guns, like that's <laughs> that's where that's that's where the difference is. I mean, he's burning them to a crisp while they're alive, but <laughs> one of them I is am, more humane. So I'm I'm really excited. I'm really excited for Sorry Kravitz's Batman, uh, Catwoman, but yeah, Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer is right. perfect. <laughs> yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer was a really cool. Uh thing to kind of call back on this is kind of a spoiler but what are you doing here if you haven't seen this movie uh you know them you know bringing <laughs> well they're watching it with us for the first time colin because <laughs> they like us so much where does get where did where do you get the umbrella from are people just throwing all this stuff into the sewers i would assume Gotham so. has a really bad waste problem well the problem <laughs> That's I like the, how you're questioning the umbrella and not the custom-made two-finger gloves. <laughs> well, like, I assume like the penguin, the penguin sweatshop made that. <laughs> right, the penguins themselves made them out of penguin leather. Is that explained what all of this is? Um, I'm assuming it's like an amusement park. A giant enemy crab. Actually, no. I think it's like a zoo. That's why there's penguins there. Mmm, we made it make sense. <laughs> I'm glad the movie explained Tim Burton, hire us for your next Disney remake. Another great, beautiful, beautiful miniature. I'm going to point those out oh, every yeah. time I see them, but the, 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 zoo's, the zoo's miniature set is, is incredible. <laughs> also, these I don't penguins... I penguins make off. The, these are all animatronic penguins, and they look great. Um, oh, yeah. I'm very curious as to the size of them and how accurate they are because I know these emperor penguins can be like five feet tall 
Um, which if I saw a five foot penguin running at me, I'd probably pee myself. Um, so I'm curious as to how tall these animatronic penguins are. Because they look are pretty big. Are you sure they're animatronic penguins? They're definitely not real penguins. They're not using real penguins <laughs> on a movie set, Colin. <laughs> well, they, they kind of did. Um, so Stan Winston made the animatronic ones. Uh, the late, great Stan Winston. Mm-hmm. But they also, they wanted to use king penguins, but the only ones that they could get that were tamed were like a, in a bird sanctuary in England. So they had to fly the birds over basically in a giant refrigerator and then keep the set just super chilled so that they didn't overheat. Uh, but I wanted, I wanted to know, the, the trainer has said that he thinks the penguins enjoyed their stint in Hollywood. <laughs> and many of them have mated and produced eggs, which is the sign of a content penguin. <laughs> I'm trying to see, because the ones that were in the foreground, maybe they're using the real penguins in the background, you think? Because like some of them, you can see the way they move looks very... Say, maybe the real penguins are like swimming, but the ones on land are all animatronic. Probably. That would make sense. Man, Daniel Vito is so good. <laughs> he's such a great actor, and nobody gives him credit for it. Like, he's a great funny no, man, I, I, but he's also a good serious actor. Yeah, this is like... A, you kind of forget that it's Danny DeVito. You definitely... I, no, I, I didn't even realize it was Danny DeVito for a good portion of my life. <laughs> it, I, the makeup is so simple, but it works so well. I like the nose. It's a good. It's a good penguin nose. Hmm. Even even like the the sunken eyes work really well. The sunken eyes, the the oil in his gums. Oh yeah. And doesn't he have like black spit? Yes, black blood. I believe. Because he's a Tim Burton character. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You can see. You can see like the blue seeping out of his mouth. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> It all, I, like I mean, it doesn't make sense. Like Shrek but... is so. I, I like how Shrek's just like, yeah, he's a thing. I'm That's cool not... with it. Right. So yeah, he's a thing. <laughs> he's got a. So maybe that's where the umbrella came from, because his 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 jacket has a crab on it. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Tim Burton. He's he's the new Christopher Nolan. <laughs> It's like the opposite spectrum of Christopher Nolan. Nolan said, how realistic can we make it? And Tim Burton said, how unbelievable can we make it? Yeah, both of them leave the audiences to make up their own stories. (laughs) Right, at least you can hear a Tim Burton movie. (laughs) It's funny because uh, we're watching these Batman movies in a Christopher Nolan timeline. It's true. I'm, uh, Matt Shrek is unfazed by any of this. He's like, oh, I've got literal proof of you committing multiple crimes. He's just like, eh, I don't think you do. <laughs> right. I um, I also like the 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 ink on his shirt, which just adds like even more disgust to to mm. to it. He's just a very disgusting creature, and I I, I think uh, Mrs. Cobblebot has some explaining to do for however <laughs> this thing came to be. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Th this is a severe mutation. <laughs> right. They had a trip to the like, zoo. I, I want to think... <laughs> they had a trip to the zoo a few weeks before she found out she was pregnant. But it's... <laughs> I want to see Professor X try and justify his existence. <laughs> I'm, uh... One thing I do like about Tim Burton... Or, I, I guess, one thing I don't like is what I was trying to say... His scenes seem to go on just like a two or three seconds too long. It's like this scene should have... Everybody speaks really slow in a Tim Burton movie. Which right, is part like of his charm. A Christopher Nolan movie. Right. When a Christopher Nolan movie, you can't hear what's happening. Ever. It's the same cat from uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> oh, neat. I made that up. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> you bamboozled me. <laughs> I did. You had me going for a second. Or I had you going, I guess. I love this apartment, too. It, it, it's just... Well, it's like, okay. You know Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Right, how stylized everything one. is. Right, the the bad one. Yeah, but that, that, that whole house is, like, crooked, and it's all compact. This is, like, the apartment of a lonely person... Just like, like hyper realized, right? And and the color work and and the pinks and the the LED sign that's there for no reason other than to for the for <laughs> the reveal later, right? <laughs> well, that if we don't get a hell here reference, at least I'm gonna be mad. In, I don't know how uh, many references we're gonna get. I don't think the Batman is gonna be all that reference heavy. Um, I do like how just like everything, because normally when you paint, as someone who's painted a few a few houses, you paint around the trim, and you know you take off the uh, the light sockets and those kinds of things. <laughs> but you can tell not only is all the trim and light sockets been painted in this house, they were it's painted over, though. and they've been painted over several times, because um, you can see just like the caked on layers of paint. Which, once again, this movie being shot on a set means that's intentional, which is just really mm. neat. Um, like the well, paint dripping like, and the sloppiness. This is like prime Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. Um, and the dirt in the walls and the cracks in the paint and stuff. I mean, that that those all of those things are intentional and just shows she probably painted this house herself. You know, uh, there's probably a story behind that in Tim Burton's head, which is really neat. I, yeah. I mean... This is that kind of brief period from like 1980 to about 2000, just before he kind of went over the edge, is like the best Tim Burton you'll ever get. This is probably the the best Tim Burton. That's Tim my Burton favorite movie. Tim Burton movie. I mean, 89. I I prefer 89 to Returns, uh, but this movie feels more like a Tim Burton movie. Um, as a big fan of Edward Scissorhands and uh, Ed Wood and those those movies, um, this one feels a whole lot more like those than than eighty nine does. Which I prefer eighty nine to this movie, but in terms of Tim Burton movies, this one's probably his, his some of his best work. Although Ed Wood is a is a great film, I'm surprised we didn't get any Johnny Depp in any of the Batman movies. Well, yeah, I was about to say, like, I, I was just thinking how, I think the movie he did after this, and I 
there's a good chance I'm wrong. But I think the movie he did after this was Sweeney Todd. Hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, he collabed with Johnny Depp a lot. I'm quite surprised that he like didn't like like Max Shrek seems like a good Johnny Depp role. Right. Well, he would have been too young at that point, probably. Because this I, movie, I, I feel this like movie it's probably about the same age as that, you know. This movie came out before Edward Scissorhands, or or after Edward Scissorhands, so it's like they had already worked together. I don't know. I'm just surprised he's not in it. Yeah. Also, can we like? Uh, I, I keep wanting to say Max Shrek because I forget what Christopher Walken is. He <laughs> what he is? is so... I forget what Christopher Walken is. Well, he's not a human. He's in like the Tommy Wiseau thing of looking like a human, but he's something better. But um, he's, he's actually so talented. creepy in this thing. Oh yeah, it's so good. It's so like, so tense. It yeah, and and his eyebrows, just incredible. Incredible eyebrows. Some of the Everything top top it. ten uh, eyebrows on film. <laughs> Second only to Martin Scorsese. Right. Any movie in uh, uh, Fishtail. Right. <laughs> Martin Scorsese in Fishtail. Fishtail is a fever dream. Yeah, we should watch that for a film show at some point. Oh, absolutely. I have it on DVD. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Uh, a childhood movie, man. Oh, this this part used to scare me as a kid. This part still this scares me as an adult. As a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, as weird as it is, um, to to compliment, for the time period, that was stellar green screen work. Um, and oh, the yeah. way the way they have her bumping up against those, um, I don't know what they're called, but. The, those like uh, awnings those awnings as she's falling down number one there shouldn't be awnings that high up but well there shouldn't be awnings on that building since this is an alleyway right but it still makes for such an incredible scene I really don't care because it's just it's so neat to see her just bang 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 all the way down like that's it, it, it's just a great scene with some great um, some great special effects I've never understood how the cats bring her back from the dead um, uh, you don't don't question it. It's, I, don't it's think you need, magic. I don't think you're supposed to understand. Well, they explain it okay. in the Halle Berry movie, um, but I don't remember. But they explain. I, it. I feel like it was something about like an Egyptian goddess of cats. Something along those lines. And I know Halle Berry is. Well, my question is, how much cat food do you think they covered her in? Um, probably a lot. Do you think that cat is actually making her fingers bleed? Or they just pulled the cat's teeth before it started nibbling on her fingers. Probably, I, think. I wouldn't be surprised. Also, it looks yeah, like a real cat. We've, like, we've complimented, you know, Christopher Walken's acting, uh, Danny DeVito. This is so, oh yeah, on the spot. Like just the the zombie like walk. No, Michelle Pfeiffer was absolutely the the correct choice to play Tim Burton's Catwoman. Mm. Like, there's no that, no that. questions asked. I I don't know who else could have even come close. Well, yeah, they. I feel like there was a. I think the studio wanted Mel Streep, and it's like I love Mel Streep. I think she's a fantastic actress, but even she couldn't pull this off. No, well, I mean, she's probably one of the best of all, like, who's ever existed, but I, I just... Hmm. Michelle Fiverr did such a good job in this role. It, it's so... just, like, eerie. 
because it's it's so close to being normal, but just on the edge. Which right. I think that that was like perfect in person. Well, that and then explains he the whole movie, far. right? It's it's so close to being real life, but just in the realm of fantasy, or in this case, like horror. Like it's just in the well, yeah, realm this is, of this is straight up a horror movie, right? This the soundtrack How many... is also Dan Elfman. Oh. I know people give Dan Elfman a lot of hate. Dan Elfman is one of the greatest composers, and he does such a good job with the soundtrack to this movie. And it it, it just it warms my heart to hear the Dan Elfman score to to either of the Batman movies, but but this one especially I think is my favorite. Um, because you have the Christmas tones in it. Which is just mm. just spectacular. Do you uh, do you listen to a lot of Oingo Boingo? I don't. Surprise. I like the little. <laughs> I think we all need a bit more Oingo Boingo. Oh, I think lives. we do too. Why did she have spray paint inside of her house? I guess maybe she's a crafty yeah. woman. <laughs> well, yeah, she's. It's clear that she's like a crazy cat lady, and they all have spray paint. Do they? I know three crazy cat women. They all have spray paint. <laughs> Interesting. I've always... I like that even... she was able to take a leather jacket and make it into a full suit. Well, so even as a kid, the thing I was always intrigued by is the fact that her... She doesn't look like she would have a black leather jacket anyway. <laughs> like, that's always just surprised me that she even had one. It's from know. her younger days, when she was a, a right. wild child. Right. She she does, like, the dead stare, just yeah. spot on. It's like, uh, that's what I look like when I take my glasses off, because I can't see anything, so I just, <laughs> my eyes glaze over. It's just, that's what I look like when I wake up every morning, and I just, I don't realize where I am, what plane of reality I'm operating on, so I'm just kind of staring around at things. Out of curiosity, why do you think she chose to go with the black, or, or the white um, stitching for her Catwoman costume when the the black, the black string is, is, is right there? Like, it's, it's in the sewing machine. Why do you think she decided to go with white stitching? Because she understands, like, you know fashion design oh okay gotcha she understands costume design that makes sense yeah exactly. speaking of which though i'm like not talking about the movie but the, the behind the scenes of the movie and, and all that this is like my probably my favorite catwoman just like look oh yeah it's, it's oh. it just doesn't age it's so unique it's so and so different and I mean, out of, out of the three that we've gotten, you can, you know, I guess you can kind of count Halle Berry, but that one sucks. This well, is 66. Uh, the most popular is Arkham. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, the, movie, Arkham, the Arkham version like... is just kind of a toned down version of this. Right. But with googlies. <laughs> right. This with version could have, This version would have benefited from some goggles, but I don't think it would have fit in with the with the world. Although it kind of, I think it would have. Fashioning kind of goggles, it would have been cool. Especially if you did it like purple or pink to kind of like coordinate with the room. Oh, that would have been neat. The pink especially would have been a neat addition. Like if she just had some goggles laying around that she decided to wear. (laughs) Like with the spray paint. (laughs) Like it's it's snowy outside. You know, she needs her she needs her snow goggles if she's gonna steal things. Which she doesn't do a whole lot of burglaring in this movie. 
She just does things. This guy I, steals I a baby. Say, anyone, the only one who watches Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that's Max Dat. Ah, that's neat. Yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> the hideous penguin man. That's what I want to be known as. <laughs> Someone about him going, Coochie, Coochie, you. See, the twist here is, is that Penguin didn't actually save the kid. Pretty crazy, right. but, you know. Thanks, right. Peter Griffin. This, was, this, was this the first <laughs> movie... Peter Griffin here to explain the joke. Was this the first movie to do the whole, um, the villain is a fake hero thing? Oof. I'm sure some comics and stuff really had probably done it. Um, but I know it's it's a popular, you know, trope. Like, the villain pretends to be the hero and... Makes the hero like, uh, look like the villain. Like Mysterio and uh, Spider-Man. Right, that kind of thing, and it's been done several times before, and and and, and it's especially since here. But this is the first time I remember it happening. Also, Spider-Man: Far From Home is just a very contemporary reimagining of Batman eighty or Batman Returns. I've just realized. <laughs> really? See, this is like we're uh. we're thirty-five minutes into this movie, and. This is only the second scene that Bruce Wayne is in, and he hasn't spoken once. <laughs> like, that's... But it, the, the, Bat, Batman spoke, didn't he? He may have had, like, a one-off oh, line. Okay. I don't think he did, but he may, if he did, it wasn't, like, actual dialogue. <laughs> and, and that's not, like, a bad thing. It would be in any other movie, but it works here. Because um, it's a Catwoman Penguin movie. Right. I mean, it's it's just... It's it's interesting when you look at stuff like that and say, well, why did Tim Burton choose to not put Batman in half of his movie? <laughs> Which is probably why it's Michael Keaton's favorite. Wait, <laughs> so has Alfred, Alfred has spoken more than Bruce Wayne? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fantastic. So this movie is actually Alfred Returns. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As it should be. Let's be completely honest. Absolute Chad Alfred. I, I just want to just say that Dalton's ruined my ability to look at Alfred because every time I see him, I think of Dalton going the other car, sir. <laughs> oh, Alfred, he he took the beamer, the other car. <laughs> you sound like the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> the the what are they called? The horrible penguin man. Right. The microphone's that not plugged in anything. holding your child, and you go, that's the homeboy man. Just, just for clarification, that microphone right there in the foreground, not plugged into anything. Um, <laughs> so it's absolutely useless. I don't see how this works. Why is he just looking at footprints of people? Batman returns, plot holes. Maybe he's comparing it to his own footprint, but I don't know where his footprint is. I, I'm not sure why people would have footprints on record. Well, that's how we identify babies over here in America. You have your foot printed as a baby because your fingerprint is too small. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm I'm sure it's you probably, guys do I'd that say, as it's well. Probably the same here. I'm just I'm just a dunce. Right. I was gonna say because because fingerprints on babies are too small, so you can't see them yet. But an entire footprint you can and compare to to an adult. You don't you don't need to identify babies. <laughs> right. You guys just swap them around and stuff. <laughs> also, I've always thought this chowder looked like the most disgusting chowder of all time. I, I was, see. I was about to say this scene always made me want to eat it because of how, because of that because he spits out and goes it's cold <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> you would think Bruce Wayne would know that? No. <laughs> you would think he would know that know. his soup is supposed to be cold. He is like a, a millionaire and like, whatnot. I also like that he gets told that it's supposed to be cold and he immediately just digs in. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, without hesitation. A, a very obvious ex, uh, exploration for me to, uh, to gesture at. But you think... Uh, in the earlier drafts, all this like circus research, uh, you know, had to do with Robin, because you know Robin being in like the first drafts of this movie. Probably, I guess you could have given. Yeah, didn't um. You could. Didn't Neil Adams design the Robin in this movie? Yes, I'm pretty sure he did. Um, and of course Marlon Wayans famously was supposed to play him. Um, mm. I think what you could have done if you were gonna do that is take the the forever kind of plot. Um, with Dent and and Dick, and put that in in with Penguin, kind of give them that that same history. Like maybe Penguin is responsible because of the circus thing for the death of of Dick's parents. That cow does not do well when he's sitting. It, it, it does not. It also doesn't his, have his a great side so profile. <laughs> it's okay. It's an improvement on the eighty nine cow because the eighty nine cow looked so ill-fitting i think that adds to the adds to the 89 cowl i i i, I like it i prefer I the shape towards the 89 cowl. the shape of the 89 cowl is better the the shape of the scowl okay, and that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff sure. um but this, i like the rough texture bird, um i like the rough texture on it the kind of almost gargoyle-esque concrete texture on on the entire suit um, but the return suit yeah. is a far better bodysuit than than eighty nine. Mm. The only thing it's missing well, is the logo. Move. The poor, poor eighty nine logo. <laughs> Look how they massacred my boy. I don't know why they chose to to go back. It doesn't make any sense. I, I imagine that's going to do with, like Tim Burton wanting to be his own logo or something. But this isn't his own. the The, the eighty nine logo was his own logo. And then they went to... the studio saying, don't do your own logo. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. And it, it's very disappointing because the suit is such an improvement in everything except the logo. <laughs> Apparently, for most of filming, he wore Air Jordans. I knew that. He has all of the exaggerated swagger of a black team. <laughs> <laughs> no. They they reused the the Jordans thing. They weren't Jordans, but they reused the whole tennis shoes as part of uh, a superhero's costume for many years. The most famous recent mm. one I can think of was Arrow. the The boots in the Oliver yes. Queen suit in all of them were were Nikes. Yeah, which um, it makes sense because it's like you know, if you're going to be walking around all day, at least be comfy. Well, not only walking, but like action scenes and flipping and and all that kind of stuff. If they have the sole of a tennis shoe, it just makes it more comfortable and easier, as opposed to like combat boots. <laughs> I'm a man. 
Why did he specify that the penguin is a bird that can't fly? <laughs> because the people of Gotham clearly have an educational problem. He could have just said, I am not a penguin, but he said, a penguin is a bird that cannot fly. My name <laughs> is Oddball's Cobblepot. <laughs> A penguin is a bird that cannot fly. You are my number one of a son. <laughs> to be fair, it's human nature to fear the unusual, but it's also human nature to fear things that look like that. <laughs> right. I wish we could have seen what he looked like, it's like not, as it's a It's not the fact that he's unusual looking that's scary, it's the fact that he has sunken eyes, a pointed nose, and he oozes black tar out of his mouth. <laughs> How many babies like him you think are born a year? <laughs> the penguin issue is one that takes up 5% of <laughs> all babies every year. Donate to the Oswald Copperpot Foundation to help solve this issue. That's um, uh, Bob Kane's wife. She later on, uh, she's in all of the these movies. She later on plays the, the news reporter in um, Forever and Batman and Robin. Huh. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can tell because of that voice, that horrible voice. But that's uh, that's Bob, that's Bob Kane's wife, <laughs> which I've always thought. And the is fact neat, that Bob that... Kane chose to stuck around with that is probably telling of the man that he is <laughs> or was. He passed away How before this movie move? came out, right? Oh god, that 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 like checkered face thing. I don't know why, but that was so satisfying to me. <laughs> I like that they decided to do the eye black, but just made the eye holes so big that the eye black is just only around her eyes. <laughs> it's it, I say that as a joke, but it's a really neat design choice. Mm. I See, like I think they just eyeliner that they went overboard with. Right. <laughs> she just turned up in that. Like, that, that wasn't part of the costume design, but right. she had it on during the costume test. It's almost like somebody looked at... Um, it's almost like somebody looked at, at Keaton with the eye black on after he took off his cowl and said, you know what, that looks neat for Catwoman, and then just put it on, on that design. I, I'm i glad that Robert Panton is doing the panda eyes, because it's like, I know it's later on, but it's famous how the scene where he tears off the cowl, there's a few frames where he does it, he just looks kind of weird. And I'm glad they're embracing it. Well, I think the idea behind it is it's part of the cowl. It's just the only way to mm. do that is through makeup. I've always thought that was well, the yeah. idea behind it. Um, but like, Bale had it on, and then when he took off his cowl, there was no makeup on his eyes. And same with Keaton here. So it it is neat that they're finally just like doing it. Well, I think with Robert Pattinson, it's the first time we've had a cowl that isn't like technically organic. Organic or with like organic strong organic details, like it's clearly like leather, leather. So it's oh, like... right, right. So it's not, it's less like armored. It's not supposed to be technical. The most practical, kind of like right. like one that someone would actually make. Right. Right, and in doing so, it'd be the least realistic to have like the eye black be That's an true. illusion of the cowl. I just want you really quickly to make fun of you. Um, read off the <laughs> definition of organic. Oh, no. Uh, relating or derived from living matter, which is why that really threw me off <laughs> when you said oh, that. No. Same. I was like, like, is that a venom cow? <laughs> Does it extend from his skin? <laughs> no, like organic, like muscle, like muscle design. 
like how uh, the VVS cow is like a, you know, exaggerated human features. Right, uh, right, 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 right. It's like organic, like a skin. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah, your mom. I would argue that the bale cowl isn't isn't organic. Well, it's it's like it's much more organic than the patentsome cowl. Is my point. I'll take it. If you're wondering how interesting this scene is, you're we're not talking about old Batman. <laughs> well, that's the thing about this movie that I'm realizing upon this this most recent rewatch. Uh, I remember the all of the good stuff that I thought that I I remember about this movie hasn't happened yet, other than Selena Kyle's death scene. <laughs> um, also, say, Michael the, Keaton the, is a very the, ugly man. Can we just establish? <laughs> He's probably, he doesn't have good hair growth. Like it, he he would do well with a widow's peak. I love him as Bruce, and I love his look even as Bruce. But is is he the ugliest actor to play Bruce Wayne? <laughs> he's also I don't. He's actually I think I'd say he's the most charming. Oh yeah, but like not in a not in like a practical way. Not he's, in like the sort of suave James Bond charming. More just like the Peter Parker. He's really awkward and doesn't know what he's doing, but he wins well, them all over. It's, it's like we talked about in the uh, the '89 commentary. Something that Dalton brought up was that uh, this Bruce Wayne isn't a playboy. This Bruce Wayne is like a weird social outcast. This Bruce Wayne feels like a normal person as opposed to a to a multimillionaire. Whereas like every other Bruce Wayne has felt like a millionaire. You know, he's you know, um whatever other details, they don't feel like just normal people. Whereas this Bruce Wayne just I mean, although he doesn't know his soup is supposed to be cold, he feels like <laughs> a normal guy. Um and he does have that like socially awkward charm and stuff to him, but he's also not good looking. Which I think, I, I, like I'm saying that as a joke, but it does kind of add to that, where it's like, he's just, he's just not good looking. <laughs> he's just a fella. Also, you would think he would be very confused as to how she was still alive, but as Josh was saying, he is unfazed by everything that happens. <laughs> Nothing well, seems I, to phase him Something about that all. scene that's kind of neat is that, like, um... All three of those people are lying and hiding from each other. Right. That is neat. Where to go, Josh? Where to go? And yet with they the... all have to make up these stories that go along with what everyone's saying so that they all seem like they're on the same page. Where to go with the trivia? I think Christopher Walken just read the script and he was like, Yeah, this is what's happening and then like he just reacted to the scene that's like actually going. I don't think Christopher Walken read the script before they started filming. <laughs> so he's just horribly. I don't think. Wait, I don't think Christopher Walken realized that this was a movie. <laughs> Christopher Walken thought he was doing. So he didn't realize it was a Batman movie. He thought he was doing a, a, a an experimental art. A serious film. political drama. <laughs> right. Why again, is, another okay, great so the set. Penguin's like a famous public figure, right? Like he can have a lavish penthouse and everything. But he chooses to live in the dingy, worst place I've ever seen. I mean, he still doesn't have a job. So, he doesn't have Do money, Josh. Do people need jobs? Uh, I think so. I'm going to go with yes. I don't think anybody's giving uh, Oswald Cobblepot a loan. <laughs> I don't think... This guy walks into a bank to try to get a home loan. I don't think he's he's going to be purchasing <laughs> So why bring him downstairs oh, God, while he's eating the fish? Why? Why? And why, like, this does not seem like the kind of thing you would hide from someone. 
I like that the um the 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 campaign poster with that picture of him is it, it's designed after the 66 penguin um just with the it is just with Danny DeVito's face on it which is a really neat detail um I know that's kind of like the comic look but it, it's it, it very much looks inspired by by the 66 look which is just really neat and something they didn't have well, to they, do um... They were they were gonna get the '66 actor back, and he was gonna play Penguin's dad. But unfortunately, he was too ill to be able to do it. So then they got Pee Wee Herman, who then played Penguin in Gotham. Huh. This yeah, guy, this guy is the Knox of the movie. I was gonna say I didn't know I was in this movie, but I appreciate <laughs> appreciate you saying that. <laughs> is Knox well, not Knox in this movie? Life. Does he not have a cameo in this film? I thought he did at the no, beginning. No, no, the only, the only people who returned were uh, Gordon, Batman, and Alfred. Interesting. I thought Knox had a cameo at the beginning. The famous that comic book character, Alexander Knox. <laughs> that is you know, DC is, like, striving so hard and struggling so much for, like, sales right now, you know? Maybe the last straw is, like, well, we have to, we have to pull in Alexander Knox to get those sales up. Right, we'll put him in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Because <laughs> that's, that's what people want to see. <sighs> I've always hated this scene. It always has just horrified me. This scene is, yeah, this scene is terrifying. Yeah. But also, people are drastically unfazed by this again. Like, I know, I don't know, walking around, they look slightly wide, but if a man just <laughs> bit off someone's nose in front of me, I wouldn't just kind of be like, let's go, honey, we should get out of here. I'd like be running through the streets and then shrek did the nixon thing <laughs> you gotta think this is probably the first time he's seen like a proper woman that's true the rest of the women he's seen were circus freaks <laughs> Man, Danny DeVito looks so nasty. See, this is who we should have had run in this year. In the election. <laughs> yeah, 20, yeah, 2020 election. Some people think we did. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Smeagol. I also like the, the, the detail that they didn't have to do of the two fingernails. Hmm. <clears throat> You could flipper. just had it be like a normal flipper. Yeah, you could have had it been a flipper with no fingernails or one fingernail, whatever. But they went with two. Also, whoever designed, uh, uh, well, I'm in on the on just the flipper finger. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. whoever designed the um, the Cobblepot campaign poster has horrible font choice. <laughs> it's just <laughs> awful. That's the worst typography. Why doesn't Penguin start living downstairs? <laughs> like it's so much nicer. <laughs> well, you, okay. Out of all the things that we've seen Penguin do in this movie, living downstairs is far from the things that he needs to adjust to. <laughs> I guess that's true. He just bit off a man's nose. Well, yeah, no yeah, reason. that's true. That's true. It's kind of funny because that's the that hair is what Danny DeVito's hair looks like now. <laughs> yeah, right. You're you're correct. <laughs> You think they'll get Danny DeVito back for, for Flashpoint? I mean, that movie's not coming out, but you know what I mean. 
<laughs> also, this is this is the the dog that all the grandmas say, "Oh, look at my cute puppy," and it always looks like this one, <laughs> like the crusty eyes. <laughs> oh, look at my cute puppy, and it just looks like that. <laughs> Billy D. Williams came back for this movie, didn't he? No. Uh, no, I think he was gonna like he was gonna be the Shrek character, and then when they changed that character, they went, "No, we don't need him." Gotcha. He Keaton's the smallest Batman, isn't he? Yes. He's like five foot nine. He's a very short, short man. He this isn't even movie. a Batman movie. He's not even in this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm I'm just now realizing how little he's really in it. You're welcome for pointing that out to you. I've ruined <laughs> the movie forever. <laughs> oh, he's fighting Freddy Krueger. I also they filmed the fights in this movie much better. I mean, I say that, right as I say that, his his move to avoid getting hit is just to bend over. <laughs> it's that dog Yes, again. I have time to use the remote control battery. Yes, wait there for four minutes while I charge up. Very early CGI, by the way, uh, and looks yeah, stellar. These are the worst thugs I think I've ever seen. It's also the thing where they're they're fighting him one at a time like that. It... Yeah, well, that that was the eighties expectation. Oh, absolutely. You well, this was the nineties. This was the nineties. Oh, Josh. is this the part right before uh, he throws the bomb at that one guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He it, sticks it in his Chekhov's bomb. Right. Shrek's logo being a they... uh, a cat. Very creative. I think they brought that back for the Batman as like a little Easter egg where it's spray painted on a wall or something. Oh, neat. I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep, keep on talking about the Batman because it's the first movie in live action that would have had Catwoman, Batman and Penguin in a single film. <laughs> huh. That's a very specific thing, I know. But you'd be surprised. I find it so interesting that this movie kicked off the uh, the trope where you can't just have one villain in a Batman film. Batman 89 was the last Batman movie to only have one villain. The rest of them have had two or more. One of two. It, it's literally the only one because the only other movies Batman 66. Right. That has all the villains. <laughs> yeah, which has literally everyone. That's the Crisis of Infinite Earths <laughs> right. of 1966. Also, <laughs> just the worst cops. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, Don. On a rewatch of the Bond movies, I've seen that old racist cop from Roger Moore's. You keep calling him racist, but he didn't do anything racist. <laughs> he calls, like, then people oh, here we pointy go. heads. <laughs> no, no, is it? Yeah, yeah, here it is. Yeah, this is it. I love this. Here it comes. Here it comes. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> also, why did him punching him the third time work? Why, why was it the third oh. time he punched him that it actually knocked him out? Why did he wait? Because he was too busy staring at the bomb. Right. Okay. Why was he just like, yeah, I'll get blown up. Well, you know, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> That cowl from the the, uh, the cowl from behind going oh, into yeah. the cape. Is, oh god! Gorgeous. Mm. The 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 um, the scallops on the cape are just 
So good. Oh, they're great. I love the design of this bat suit. And most people don't. Most people think of it and they're like, oh, well, it's all black, whatever. But it's like, when this came out, it was a completely original design, which I have mad respect for then and today. But it's so used to, you, you get so used to saying like, oh, well, it's it's not, you know, they haven't done anything new, whatever. But it was completely original when 89 in this movie came out because there had never been a bat suit that looked like that and was all black. And it, it was just really neat the way they did that. It's also yeah. interesting just because like, that's the only way they could do it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but it works. Yeah. It works. It works. I want to briefly talk about the framing of that shot, that close up of Keaton's face. Which was just stellar. Like, it was a beautiful-looking shot. He looks so goofy just standing there, though. <laughs> I mean, it looks so goofy when he's just standing. But I think it's because he's okay. rubber. I'm not going to keep hating on short people, but it just feels weird that you've got <laughs> Batman standing next to Penguin, and there's not really all that much right. No, there's not. Oh, yes, the umbrella, the umbrella copter. The umbrella copter. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> The, okay, if there's if there's one thing we're complaining here, it's the lighting. The oh, lighting yeah. of all of these shots is beautiful. This I didn't realize it until this rewatch, but the cinematography in this movie is so much better than the cinematography in '89. Like this movie is gorgeous oh, to yeah. look at. Uh, I'd be very curious as to who the cinematographer was. Some of the other stuff he's worked on, because it's just like incredible, incredible work. I'll get Jamie to um. I'll get Jamie to put hey, it up. Hey, pull that up, Jamie. <laughs> Once again, not the greatest choreographed fights, but you know, for for like for the time in the eighties, for people who have never done fights before, right? I love how that Bad worked man, on him. You can't hit <laughs> I like how that worked on him too. Like he's, <laughs> he's like, I'm I'm sorry, miss, and then she just like whips him in the face. Ah, oh, shoot, my bad. <laughs> Uh, also, great cinematography. Uh, so the guy, the, the fisheye lens. Cinematography for this. Go on. I was, the the fisheye lens, the 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 just the lighting on this scene, the green screen, it's just great. Blue gel. Yeah, I, I mean it's in, incredible work. So who's that cinematographer again? Uh, he's no one particularly famous, but he did a bunch of uh, uh, Tim Burton movies. Oh, okay. He did Edward Scissorhands, Child's Play Two. Uh, he did Matilda. Was Child's Play a Tim Burton movie? No. Mm. Child's Play 2 but is my I'm favorite just of the... It, he, he hasn't done many movies. I like the... the Child's Play is um, a great franchise, and the second one is my favorite, actually. Mm, I've never seen any of them. We may need to do a watch-through of some of those. Also, how... <laughs> he, just, he just beat a woman off the building. <laughs> How, how, why did he let her just like die? Feel for the Stop. armor wasn't. <laughs> Clearly, she's trying to kill him. Well, also, she well, just stabbed him right in the middle of his abdomen. Like, it's not like, how, how weak is Batman's armor when a, when a, when a nail can go through his, <laughs> his, his, his suit? Well, no, 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 because she was feeling around for the, the spots where that, the armor that is a lot more damage than that can do. That's like a needle. The, this is also one of my favorite looks. Um, on this suit, like where the cape folds back. Yeah. Oh, it's mm. beautiful. We don't see that on this suit, really. No, this is, I think, the only scene where we see it. Wow. Um, but the 89 suit had it like that for the majority of the movie, but they leave the the drape over. 
um, a lot of the time here. Another great close-up of Batman. Now. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe if this oh. was a Batman movie, we'd see more of that. But, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's, I'm loving Penguin Returns. <laughs> Alfred Returns. Alfred Returns. <laughs> I'm keeping a tally. We're at, we're so far at three scenes with Batman. Really? <laughs> and and I mean that's continuing scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Batman has yeah, been yeah. on screen three times total. Okay. Penguin has just come up from the ground, and he's immediately saying, "Your mayor is awful. Let me be mayor. You've known me for five minutes, and I used to be the horrible Penguin Man, but I can fight for you." <laughs> I look like I'm dead. I look like early 2000s Roger Moore. Vote for me. <laughs> there's Okay, there's an episode of Always Sunny where uh, Frank, Danny DeVito, gets his makeup done by a mortician to prove that he's not a uh, criminal. And he looks just like this. <laughs> can't believe we're already in over an hour. And we've got th we've we seen are. Batman on screen three times. <laughs> People complain that Superman isn't in like was it? He has like twelve lines in BVS. Watch Batman Returns. <laughs> right. uh, oh, this I, I I forgot about this. I did too. I like the, the you weird you weird weird man <laughs> like it just <laughs> I like the the terror on the Catwoman mask that stays for the rest of the movie because does the tear on the arm stay? I can't remember if the tear on the no. arm stays, but I know the one on the mask does. Um, it it's beautiful. Like it 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 sells the look of the of the suit really that having that one tear above the eye, um, and having it work into the plot is great. So is this like how uh, Quentin Tarantino puts a lot of foot scenes <laughs> into his movies? Is this Tim Burton's foot scene? Yes. Oh, this is the part where she eats the yeah, bird. Yeah, she eats his bird. No. I, I have to assume that she just kept the bird in her mouth, which is a terrifying thought. I would think it's probably a fake bird, but... Well, no, is... she, she dips it out of her mouth and it like flies out. Why does Penguin have a bird, a normal bird? Because a penguin is a flightless bird. Right, got it. <laughs> also, this this Batmobile apparently it's Tim Burton canon. This Batmobile does have machine guns on it. So we saw on that uh, on the the blueprint on the wall there are machine guns on the Batmobile. How much has he done that we haven't seen? How much how much killing has he done that we just like haven't? That's just not on screen. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's pretty well established. This Batman kills like it's. Oh, absolutely. Right. They just they guns. I can think once again. You you can say that's a product of its time. Oh, he's he's shooting up like elementary schools. <laughs> that's, that's what Batman's doing in these movies. That that's you know you know how all of the Robins are orphans. Do you ever wonder why? <laughs> it's horrible, Josh. Batman's like, oh, I need a new sidekick. <laughs> time to go to the circus. Batman just, just runs through scene. Gotham on the Batmobile when he's bored and he just like turns on the guns and is like, oh, I wonder what we can do. Well, today. to be fair, everyone in Gotham is a criminal. <laughs> like, like, we don't see many normal people here. 
There's, okay, there's a deleted scene in Batman Forever where just before Dick Grayson's parents die, you see Bat- you see Bruce Wayne call Alfred and he's like, get the Batmobile ready. I'm gonna I need it in five minutes. <laughs> so out of curiosity, why didn't she actually just chin. why didn't she actually just eat the eat the bird? Why did she wait? So Danny DeVito's not even acting here. It's just him. <laughs> like he's like, I'm tired. Just I'm gonna really lay down. Tired. I'm gonna lay down. <laughs> I love the um. Where's that light coming from? <laughs> <laughs> the lipstick stains on the chin such a nice Absolutely. detail that I'm sure weren't intentional. Probably not. It probably came from the bird smearing against her mouth. <laughs> they wouldn't have fixed it if they wanted to. Right. I don't think that there are many things in this movie that aren't intentional. This is weird and pointless, and I don't like it. <laughs> her licking herself? <laughs> you know, weirdly enough, the ears on this Catwoman suit look a lot like the the ears on the Pattinson cowl. Mm. <laughs> oh, there's the hero of the movie, Alfred. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it's, back. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's Bruce Wayne's ascot. The hero of the movie, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Do you think that's why Penguin has an ascot? Uh, probably not. Maybe. Why would anybody vote for this man for, for mayor? <laughs> like, why? That's like it's like it's like if Mole Man just rose out of the ground tomorrow, and people were like, he should be the next president of the United States. <laughs> also, this Selena in this movie is the earliest prototype Spider-Man villain. You know, because all the Spider-Man villains have that thing where they talk to themselves. Every single one of them before before Keaton. Um, uh, you know, this movie was actually a precursor to Tasm 2. Right. The cat's fixed her teeth. <laughs> Did she have a tooth gap before this? I don't know. <laughs> I remember thinking about a, a fake tooth gap, but it, that may have been Christopher Walken I was thinking of. It's a catastrophe. I I just learned that there were some of the like people considered to play pay. Right. So on the like I can kinda see them. You've got John Candy, I like Bob it. Hopkins, I really like Martin it. Martin Brando. I, mm. Joe Pe- Joe Pesci. Pesci. Keep going. The Pesto. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Okay. Dustin Hoffman. Anytime I think of Christopher Lloyd, I think of Jake Lloyd. He's my first go-to when I hear Lloyd. (laughs) So I was just picturing Jake Lloyd as a baby playing (laughs) playing him. But wait, Ben Kingsley, John Goodman, Christopher Lee, Ray Liotta, and... uh, what was it? Phil Collins so they, and Alan Rickman were all considered. So they clearly had a, a strong vision of what they wanted Penguin to look like. Right. We need him to be a man. Uh, <laughs> ideally, anywhere from two to seven feet tall. <laughs> right. Uh, white. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that dog cracks me up. Oh, I've got... They've got that, that dog on... just straight up kill someone. <laughs> They've got that dog on so many sedatives. <laughs> like that dog is actually an animatronic. Right. Made by standards. 
I like how Bruce Wayne has a gargoyle over his fireplace. <laughs> um, do you think Bruce like signs that just aren't Batman? He just wants to see if anyone can uncover them. Just for our counter, we're now at five Bruce Wayne or Batman scenes. Ooh, five. Lucky and us. We're we're over an hour into the movie. I am. Um... Okay, you know how Batman's the world's greatest detective? No. <laughs> Not in these movies, no. In this universe, it's just because everyone else is so incredibly stupid. Yeah, everybody else is an idiot. <laughs> Batman is normal intelligence, so he comes across as significantly smarter. This Bruce Wayne is basically Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like it. That's why Superman works alone. Because he's also the smartest man in the friggin' universe. <laughs> because everybody in this universe is an idiot. <laughs> I have that watch, by the way. Oh, you're only... Okay, get the perm, and then you're halfway <laughs> right. there to be Bruce Wayne. Right, I've got the glasses. I just need to wear a shirt that doesn't have buttons for some reason. <laughs> and a coat that's two sizes too big. You also need to, like... De-size, I got, I got foot. Right, right. I need to cut a, a foot out of my legs. The duality of man. <laughs> <laughs> the romance scenes in this movie are 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 the the romance between Catwoman and Batman is really well done. The romance between Selina and Bruce, there's just like for some reason, same two actors and uh, actor and actress across from each other. There's no chemistry here. But when it's Selena and Batman, like there is good chemistry, and I wonder how intentional that was. I think that was intentional because it's like, oh, Batman and Catwoman are their true selves. But was Tim Burton doing that? Because that that's become a thing recently. But mm. I mean that <clears throat> that begs the question of how competent was Tim Burton in the nineties? That's an excellent question. Not very. Like this is. Oh well, no. This is um... this is pre Ed Wood, and Ed Wood is his greatest work. Is this pre Ed Wood? Yeah, Ed Ed Wood was ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. Late Ed Wood was late nineties. This is pre Ed Wood, and that's the greatest thing Tim Burton has ever done. Okay, that's not a scar. That's like a chemical burn. Horrible chemical burn. (laughs) Oh wait, no, he did throw like (laughs) toxic waste at her. Well, it was probably maybe it got infected from the kitty litter. <laughs> the evidence is circumstantial. All we have ev- is this giant bat-shaped object. This evidence is fairly circumstantial. He sounds drunk. He sounds horribly drunk on set. <laughs> Do you think that world was really meant to go to awesome worlds? <laughs> when it's. You also don't do that when you find evidence at a crime scene. You don't talk about it on the news. You don't bring up the news. This is the only evidence we've got. You take well. So, so as someone who works in news, I can give you a little insight into the inside of how that works. The police have to file an official report, which takes a few days. That official report is then able to be accessed by the news organization. So he just walks out of this room and says, we got this evidence that may or may not incriminate Batman, but it's purely circumstantial. Like, that's not... You can't can't do that. Yeah, we've got this evidence that can incriminate Batman. It's a large bat-shaped object that we know Batman probably used. Mm-hmm. 
Also, this uh, this fireplace, just on the theme of Christmas movies, Santa Claus is b- b- perfect, perfect, most ideal fireplace. Because it's the <laughs> biggest one I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> See, here we uh, we follow the true hero, Alfred, battling with duality <laughs> of the villains. He's Santa Claus. It's a shame that Miles Go has passed away because I would love Michael to see Go. A Michael Go. Who cares? I would love to it's see. It's a shame that he's, he's dead. It's fine. Right. I would love to see. Um, Michael Go is the Smallville writer, isn't he? <laughs> In my opinion. <laughs> um, it's yes, a real shame that he's, he's passed away. That would have been a neat opportunity to work in the 89 suit just to show it. But. Um, Anyway. That was the 89 suit, wasn't it? Just acid. I don't think so. No, these are all this. I like how the logo is on the suit, and yet there's the hole for the logo on the cowl when they could have just done one <laughs> or the other. Um, but but I would an Alfred movie with him would have been just perfect. <laughs> I wonder how recut this movie was, because that feels like like the beginning suit up of the movie. I wonder how 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 cut up and chopped up it was because it kind of plays that way like there are a lot of scenes that could be um also early cgi and looks great yeah that that one's not as good but still solid we're now at six scenes with batman in them (laughs) and that's batman or bruce wayne so we're really going up in number I think he's in the second half of the movie a, a, a good bit more. It's just, it's so fascinating to me um, just how... Because there's no way this movie wasn't slightly chopped. Because um, the scenes don't seem to play in the order that it would feel like they're intended to. Well, yeah, but also I feel like this... I mean, we know that Byrne had more creative control. Oh, absolutely, but that That's doesn't a great mean map painting. Absolutely, yeah. The, the map paintings in this movie are just stellar, and so is the miniature work and the set work. Um, mm. But specifically, also a really neat grapple gun too. By the way, so like much the, so that the uh, the Arkham games used it. Oh, neat! I didn't know that. Monkey. Yeah, there's um, in Arkham City when you rescue Vicky Bell, they like directly reference the scene from. Uh, uh, Batman 89 with it, where like he grabs her and pulls her close and then uses it to zip away but it's that grapple gun instead of the, the actual grapple gun Batman walks so slow in this movie like he's just like like he could be running towards her to save her life but he just takes very slowly oh, this is, uh, oh yes <laughs> eat floor <laughs> there's such a way with words I <laughs> That's to be fair, that's a great Batman line. Is it a great Batman line? Is that what you would say? Yeah, that's like, that's like, like people complain if Batman makes jokes. That's like a Batman joke. That's not a joke, Josh. He just said he just told her to eat the floor. Yeah, but then he said it was high five. <laughs> that that feels like something animated Bruce Tim Batman would say. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Say. I guess that you, if you really wanted to go over the top, you could say, well, it's because Bruce Wayne is socially awkward and doesn't know how humor works. <laughs> Bruce Wayne in this movie is played by Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that's who uh, Jesse Eisenberg was emulating. <laughs> Why didn't they... Oh, there, there's, a cape, there's a cape flip back. 
There it is. Oh, so there it is. Why did they? Why don't you not step down? Yeah, I I definitely would have stepped down. And why did he tell her not to move? Just out of curiosity. Why is she on there in the first place? Well, and and then he said, "Don't move." Instead of, "Why don't you step, step down?" down. <laughs> Batman pushed the princess. I can tell because there's a very shadowy figure of fifty floors <laughs> up. <laughs> to be fair, that that part's good. The the bats in the tree. Oh, absolutely. Like as a and and from a writing standpoint. And the cinematography, I, I can't praise it enough. I like how when people fall off, he he just fell off the same roof that the princess fell off of, and instead of falling to the ground and and dying, he slid, whereas she just fell straight to the ground. It's uh, it's the Spider-Man thing again, where uh, Green Goblin chucks those <laughs> like skeleton bombs at people, right, but manages right, right. not to hit the skeleton bomb on MJ. Right. It's also, I haven't thought about this before. Right, this moment. Um, great line. I, I, I love this mm. line. Um, it's such, it's I just like the idea of Bruce Wayne sharing fun facts as he's being <laughs> sat on top of a cowboy. Like, it's just like, oh, fun fact about mistletoe. But how many times do you think they practiced that fall, just pushing someone off a roof to see if they'll hit the box that'll light the tree? Cause it wasn't a very big box. <laughs> like she had to fall on a very specific area of the ground. They, they went through a lot of stuntmen on this. <laughs> right. Can you imagine if Catwoman just sitting on top of Batman and she goes, a penguin is a bird that cannot fly. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's full of fun facts. It's actually a documentary. Right. Where did that come from? Oh, yes. I love the, it. The backlighter. Incredible. I'm assuming it's, it's so the, stiff. <laughs> I'm assuming it's the same explanation that the Nolan movies give it. But like it doesn't look like the cape. It gets an entirely different shape. Yeah. Didn't it like shred the cape? Mm, no, it just it, it appeared behind it, and then it wasn't on him as he was gliding. It's it's supposed to be the same thing. Like it's intended to be just the, just the cape. That's. That does not work. Well, I think there are bigger things in this movie that don't work. This movie has a m mutant penguin man in it. <laughs> an hour ago a woman came back from the dead by being nibbled on by kitties i think i think the cape no, is the least I just of our mean from like a technical standpoint that was a really weird like thing to do yeah because like, again the cape okay. looks different like it was a different shape yeah yeah I, no i'm 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 with that i'm with colin here i i, I like i said I, i'm assuming it's the same nolan Nolan explanation. You're, you're like, assuming that there's an explanation at all. Well, right. <laughs> but I, I think it's the same kind of idea. This is uh, this is just like Edward Brock Jr. proposing to Gwen Stacy at the beginning of Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to marry had, your daughter, sir. We had sir. wine, Eddie. We, we had wine, Oswald. No, we went out for coffee, Eddie. We went out for coffee, Ozzy. We were talking about they, they're they're drinking cups of wine here, Colin. Since you didn't get the joke. No darn. <laughs> Peter hey guys, Griffin Peter here. Peter Griffin here to explain the joke. It's a callback. Griffin, yeah. She is clicking onto that thing for dear life. 
She would have been dead like three times over. I wonder if this is blue screen or if that's rear projection, because that looks too well that, composed. That looked like that looked like a CGI model to me. Well, it was a matte, it was a matte painting in the background, but but I'm wondering if they rear projected it or if they um or if it was a. Also, she's she also has shot. screaming superpowers where she can scream. Okay, cape, more cape information. See, yeah, it's the same cape. <laughs> it's the same cape. That was more a good. Uh, that was a good cowboy switch there too, where he he rolled and and they cut real quick. That that was neat. That's not the technical definition for a cowboy but switch, you see, but I'll take because it. my brain is massive, I can tell it's too. <laughs> I like that they had to build. This is big brain time. <laughs> this is a very Burton scene too, where they built the the scale model or, or the little model of the Batmobile and <laughs> the little kid Batmobile. Yeah, like that was that was clever. Okay, so th this is when when I first watched it. This is what tipped me off to the fact that I had heard, seen, and read lines from this movie because I had played through Lego Batman about six <laughs> times. <laughs> Genuinely, because I can't remember. Welcome to Road School. Is that what he said? Uh, he opened it with "Don't adjust your sets." No, oh, no. Then I think it's in a minute where he's like, he says something about running over an old lady, and that's like an achievement <laughs> that you can get. In Lego Batman. Do you think? He looks so awkward in this, and like, what can he do? Well, apparently he can just <laughs> can drive the whole do? car. But how does he know how to drive a car is the question. <laughs> I like that Batman, his solution well, is to put in a DVD. <laughs> I have a DVD that'll fix this. The 90s. This, this, this movie is actually about the, uh, the overtake of DVD versus VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I missed my VHS copy of this movie. <laughs> right. It's got it got very meta. It's like Spaceballs, where they put in the VHS copy of Spaceballs. Great scene, by the way. Like, uh, those aren't miniature cars. They went through and flipped these cars. I'm sure. I'm so sure that one. So one's he a miniature. is Christopher Nolan. Right. I'm sure that one yeah. is a miniature car, but. Like the the close-ups and stuff, I'm sure are miniatures, where they're dumping water and stuff I, I on them. I love the but... uh, the the like the like toy thing that penguins in that you get outside of convenience stores. Right. I love it. He had to have Amazing. that built. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because it's shaped like the Batmobile. So he 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 said, spend time on this. I, I, you know, I really want to feel immersed. Why did it take Batman's, um scanners so long when it's been on there for like 45 minutes also he somehow punches through the bottom of his car <laughs> Batman is there at the is. same time helpless old lady at 12 o'clock there was it uh, he's somehow inhumanly strong but also amazingly weak right. that Catwoman's needle could tear through his skin <laughs> Danny DeVito wasn't even acting. They just took away his lollipop. <laughs> Danny DeVito is having There's... so much fun doing this. I, I was literally about to say, like, this is going to be the highlight of his career. He got to dress up and then just be like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, another scene of uh, the the Batmobile being chased by police cars, which is always great. I like oh, a. No, Batman! What are you gonna do to the car? You're gonna make it skinny. Oh man! <laughs> Batman! No, you're gonna hit the Pecan Hill as he is airported. <laughs> now this is a miniature, and and a great one at that. The transforming scene was a miniature car. Why? 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 This is actually. Uh, <laughs> the Dark Knight. <laughs> Chris Nolan, you hack. Cool turned into a bike, and here it just went skinny. <laughs> no one likes a skinny Batmobile. People like the Batbike. No one likes a skinny Batmobile. I like the skinny Batmobile. I thought it was clever. <laughs> like a, like a, <laughs> the, like, what, the, the what is... pillow, uh, like speaker, like a Batmobile. <laughs> okay, wait, just... just... What is Shrek's plan? I don't know. I don't want to talk about. It. We'll talk about that at the end in our wrap up. I want to know what people because are so mad at the mayor about. What did the mayor do that I angered people I, I so badly? Know why Shrek isn't running because everyone loves Shrek. Right, he's the swamp man. Yes, <laughs> I have that uh, donkey. That middle microphone, uh, the black one, amidst all the silver ones. Uh, fourth from the fourth from the left. That's what I'm recording this on. <laughs> oh, neat! It's the uh, yeah. It's a great mic. <laughs> it's the Sennheiser. It's a Sennheiser mic. It's it's a it's a good one. They've got a great sound to them. Uh, fun facts. Uh, and they last forever. I'm Danny using Elfman. One of the originals. Uh, I was just gonna say Danny Elfman makes a cameo in this scene. Oh, neat. You I wish see him. I wish I could see what the books on Bruce Wayne's bookshelf are. How to eat food. What <laughs> is to, chowder? What is chowder? <laughs> this Bruce Wayne is so weird. Why is he? <laughs> I love this. I absolutely love that. Where it where that's where cool. you reach into the fish we tank to open the Batmobile. I. That's, that's not have, a Batmobile. Like, I mean, you know what I meant. <laughs> Imagine this just messes up, and this is the end for me. <laughs> <laughs> Credits, Danny Elfman thing. Dumb. I like, uh, no, but we don't. We don't have enough of the like wacky Batcave entrances. No, we, we don't get more. those anymore. Now you got to go through. Although the Dark Knight had what Christopher Nolan's equivalent of that would be, where you like walk into a a um a storage a storage container and press a button like that's that's the Nolan equivalent of a wacky entrance to the Batcave. Well, no, because Nolan did the piano. Did the thing piano thing? Yeah, that was cool. I like the piano. What was the yeah, one? In, in did the, they do in one in Dark Knight Rises? Like he goes to his grandfather's clock and he changes the time to when his parents were killed, and then that opens up into the Batcave. Well, that's not wacky. That's just depressing. <laughs> Get over it, Bruce. <laughs> Ooh, your parents died at a young age. Hackerman. <laughs> Hackerman. He also doesn't know how to type. DVD. This is a disc. <laughs> I like the the that the disc the, player is, is labeled. <laughs> yeah. The bad disc player. Hey, Alfred, make sure when you're when you're making my disc player, put a battle go on it. Yes, honey. <laughs> Everybody in Gotham wears hats. Yeah. Every it's very cold in person. Gotham. Well, bats time. are falling down every day. <laughs> <laughs> bats yeah, are exactly. 
So I'm wearing that. There sing, there's not a single Danny person Oldman in is. this crowd who's not wearing a hat. <laughs> You're right. Wow. And literally, <laughs> literally everyone is wearing a hat. This has a lot about it's a, society. It's where they're hiding all of their tomatoes. That about oh, so to that's not them. how that's not how <laughs> CDs work. By the way, they don't they don't work that way. <laughs> you can't spin a CD. Like that. Nope. It would have been neat if he recorded it on vinyl. He recorded it on vinyl. just got a DJ setup in his basement. It's actually playing on vinyl behind the CD. The CD is just that was just for like a visual. It was just a normal skip in the in the record, but he just did that for visuals. No, what it was was Alfred's actually doing it all, but he likes to let Bruce <laughs> think he's doing something. <laughs> that that is Danny Elfman throwing the uh, tomatoes. And let's see that all these people are carrying <laughs> and peppers. They just they they Where all just they left get them all from. Well, so they're the the Gotham City Town Square has a uh, has a has a market <laughs> every Saturday. Like Nobody they, dies. They even commented on it. Nobody Good dies on. when he shoots the yeah, machine gun into the crowd. Awful shot. He's a horrible <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been much easier just to step. Like it would have. Taken much less right. time. You, like, it, it wasn't that hard. I think Shrek's plan was to get Cobblepot in as mayor, so that when he is the mayor, he has like the mayor in his back pocket and can just make him do oh, stuff right, yeah, for him. Oh yeah, he wants to approve that power plant. Right. How deep the, the, is this creek? <laughs> Where did he get that from? <laughs> Lots of what ifs in in Batman Returns. See, Chris, like, Timber, he, he doesn't, he's a smart narrator, he doesn't need to explain every little thing to the audience. <laughs> he's a regular day, uh, He doesn't Chris need Spinoli. to explain anything to the audience, as right. it turns out. Right. <laughs> All those penguins are so scared they're about to get crushed by a giant <laughs> by a duck. <laughs> because there's no way that thing was actually floating, it was on a track. <laughs> like, one of them swims over the track wrong and they're done for. <laughs> Has he not visited them? Who's feeding them? That guy. <laughs> not anymore, he's not, but he was. <laughs> so I think the bigger Emperor Penguins are the animatronics. That one behind him? Yeah, because you can see some of the other Emperor Penguins in the background that look a little smaller. Yeah, if you, the, these ones seem to be doing like the same head nods, right. too. Which they're once again stellar, stellar animatronics. They're really hard to tell. Right, the that fact that we real. can't tell right. is a good sign. Especially in a movie like this. Does no one in Gotham have a babysitter? <laughs> no, they don't. And like for a town that's so consistently riddled with crime, you think people would be a lot more careful about these kind of things? <laughs> they just have really good locks. If you'll notice, the crimes always happen in like alleyways. They never happen in someone's house. That, that's how you win the mayoral race. You go, I will eliminate alleyways. Oh, look, it's Porkins. And Porkins died again. <laughs> you know that the actor who played Porkins thought he was going to be in some kind of pig costume? Uh, that's the reason. Porkins, I don't, that's I the don't reason. That's the reason he agreed to do it. He thought he was going to be in some kind of like alien pig costume, uh, and then was horribly offended for like five minutes when they told him that he wasn't. Also, what's the point of this ledge? Do you think Alfred ever just like steps over it? Many times. That's why the rope is there now. 
Right. <laughs> There's a net in the bottom of the back cave now because Alfred keeps falling. <laughs> Wait, Bruce he installed a net after he falled? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, Bruce he doesn't did. care about other people. Well, Bruce caught him the first time. Right, right. The kind you don't nice. take home to mother. Actually, it was Robin. Because Robin is in When you thing. get up on the streets. <laughs> I like that. What is that song? That's an MC Hammer song, right? What? Wow, that is a that is a piece of headgear. Absolutely, it is. It's great. <laughs> that uh, that wasn't in the script. But Christopher Walken's just turned up that day in that thing. They're like, shit. We need to. We need to. We need I, to work our way around this. I just thoroughly enjoyed that the DJ at this party, not DJ, the the <laughs> orchestra is playing Super Freak. Like that's. Can we appreciate that? Because why? Oh, this, this is super the, uh, fancy party, the and they're Jay playing. Garrick cameo. They're playing Super Freak. Oh yeah, that's right. Jay Garrick has cameos in this movie. <laughs> There's a, that's an actual thing. In case you thought we were joking, Colin. Yeah, There's a Jay Garrick the background. Helmet. I think he's coming up now. He like walks in front of the camera. I think it's just the helmet. No, 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 he's, he's behind yeah, him for is. sure. There, there he is. is. There he is. Neat, neat. I wonder what but other cameos. They, they'll put there. Jay Garrick, but they won't put. <laughs> Robin's look, too far. Look, Colin, I really, I really don't want to be the one to break this to you. No one likes Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Titans begs to differ, I Josh. Guess. Titans begs to differ. Right, Titans is going to give us Carrie Kelly before Tim Drake even appears. <laughs> They're going to go through the whole slate of Robins before <laughs> before Dick even becomes Nightwing. <laughs> They're going to go through all of the Robins before Batman appears. Eh, Bruce Wayne appeared. Speaking of Batman appearances, we're now at <laughs> eight. We at? We're at eight. All eight. In his own movie. In his own movie. Eight appearances, and, and we're an hour and 40 minutes into it. I legitimately want to know the, like, the statistics of... Uh, the uh, like the characters like screen time. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um. Oh. Uh, also, going back to something Dalton said, like three. Penguin in this movie is meant to be thirty-three. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so it's okay. That's weird. Yeah, it, it goes into him being Baby Yoda. Sorry, Baby Moses. <laughs> right. Well, it's it's also funny, just for more biblical parallels, in case you wanted them, and I know you didn't, but. Uh, his plot here at the end is very similar to the Pharaoh's plot at the beginning of the, the Baby Moses story, where they, they kidnap all the babies and murder them. And that's what puts Moses in the basket in the first place. So maybe Tim Burton had had the story of Exodus on his mind when he was writing this movie. Right, okay, so I've got the, um, the screen time that characters show up for in this movie. Would you like to guess who the main one is? Uh, I'm going to go Danny DeVito. I'm going to go Catwoman. Dalton was right. It's Danny DeVito. Uh, uh, it's not Danny, Penguin. It's Danny DeVito. He, he, yeah, Danny DeVito. He's in it for 56 minutes, which is just under half of the movie. I want to really quickly 
the lighting on that scene. I was hoping they would cut back to the Bruce Wayne close-up, but it's it oh, it's beautiful. The the way it's lit, it, it was lit from like a low angle. The I can't get mm. over the, the cinematography the, the in this movie. Movie in general, like the the colored lighting and the shadows yes. that they use. The, there's some very soft looking close-ups. Um, that wasn't one of them, but there are some very soft looking close-ups that are just incredible. Um, mm. Absolutely wonderful. It, it, I, I've never noticed it before this watch through, but the, the just the the from a filmmaking standpoint, this movie is, is phenomenal. And it well, helps no, that there's a good story to back it up. And you can tell. I I don't mind the cape. The cape doesn't bother me. The cape ruins the whole movie. <laughs> uh, curious, uh, out of curiosity, Colin, which is your favorite, 89 or Returns? Uh, movie? Just, just in just, general. Just movie? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, the comics. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the capes. Uh, <laughs> which cape is your favorite, 89 or Returns? I, I guess it's 89. Just because I, like, I have more of a nostalgic attachment to that one, but like they're both pretty much like the same to me. Oh, I see. I think 89's a better movie. This is a better Tim Burton movie, but 89 is a better movie in general. I like the little helmets on the penguins, by the way. That's that's a neat little uh, neat little detail. <laughs> they're the, adorable. Uh... I love them. Can do I get a... when Justice League reference them? <laughs> I that's... do remember yeah. that. In the Zack Snyder version, we're actually going to get like a, a story for each of those little penguins. Well, and, and the penguins, instead of having like cute little bombs on their back, it's going to be like the penguins sewed them into their skin. <laughs> no, it'll be the penguins are carrying the Jesus crosses. And you're right, but in, but they look like crosses, but they're actually nukes. <laughs> They've got little exactly. little nuclear warheads on the tip of their crosses. This is this is the only. Uh, like selfless thing that Drek does the whole movie. Right. He's he's a completely irredeemable character. And also, he only his did it son looks like Robert Zadar. I was about to say he only did it because Robert Zadar asked him to. <laughs> uh, also, just just for the record, Batman slash Bruce Wayne turn up for about thirty minutes. Okay, so in his own movie, he gets a third of the screen time. Selena Kyle has forty. Incredible. Alfred has this is, this is a penguin movie. It, no, th yeah, this is a penguin movie. It, it is very much a film that's driven by its by its villains, which I'm a sucker for. Well, yeah, I mean the the opening scene is penguin. Yeah. What do all the villains have? So what do they all have? Huge cages. Like I don't. I would. <laughs> if I could afford it, I cage. It's like you in '89, <laughs> and I meant to look for it in this one, but I didn't. But it's like in '89 when Bruce has that one bat in a cage. Like the rest of them get to run free throughout the whole bat cave, but the one is another beautiful shot, by the way, shot from under the water. Like incredible. Mm. I love this. I, I that's the thing that this movie does so well is it's just such a great movie to look at. It's so fun to just watch. It's fun. Yeah, like, absolutely. I know we've pointed out, like, oh, where does the duck come from and all this stuff, but it's it's so... that You get so drawn into it that you forget anything bad. Well, there's some weird, <laughs> stupid stuff in this movie. Like, that. that's that's without a doubt. But, um, like, there's some stuff I don't like. Some weird stuff. Also, it's Tim Higgins. Um, <laughs> there's some weird... <laughs> 
<laughs> there's some weird stuff, but it is just a it's a very environmental movie is probably the best way I can put it. Mm. And it's shot so mm. well. Like it's a beautiful beautiful work of art. Like these scenes where where, where like theoretically penguin should be out of focus but he he's not because they splice the films together like that's incredible monkey apparently that monkey kept on hearing him in the family jewels because it was terrified of him incredible alfred when you set up the bat printer make sure you put a bat logo <laughs> well bat stationary is fine make people, sure you, people you build a bat stand People complain that like George Clooney's Batman had like the bat credit cards and this bat big bat cave that was all full of bats, but no one no one comments on this stuff. Here's a bat printer. I I mean it's probably just a normal printer. No no no, it prints bat notes. Okay, got it. He's got a he's got a font of his handwriting. (laughs) To to make official Batman. So did did Alfred like draw the bat? Because then, if not, then he has bat paper. Well, yes. No, he has bat stationery. I just want to know the graphic designer who he hit up to, to design the bat logo. <laughs> I just want to have a few words with him. Right. I could do a little better. And why didn't he keep the one from 89? Right, that's what I'm going to talk to him about. I'm going to say, so when you hit up your contextual designer, why did he decide to drop the 89 logo and then bring it back for Flashpoint, the movie that's not coming out? <laughs> It almost looks like uh, this scene... I forget, scene, that. I forget he's in Flashpoint. Uh, some of these scenes look like they were saw, shot on 16mm, which is interesting, because they clearly had the budget to not need to shoot on 16mm. Which is interesting. Um, it's it's like... you remember in Goldfinger when the special effects shots for the laser got... Like, the, 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 the camera quality went down? It, it almost feels yes, like that, yes. but there wasn't any special effects shots there. It just happened. They just ran out, they ran out of the other film. I guess so. Also, the first the appearance other, of the bat boat. Yeah. The other boat, sir. The other <laughs> boat, sir. The other car. <laughs> it's a boat. Uh, so it's a boat apparently, car. Apparently, the reason that the logo has changed was due to a licensing issue. Interesting. Hmm. With who? And like, Well, licensing is very complicated, so I'm very scared to answer that question. I'm just curious as to, because Warner Brothers owns it, and they went with the logo that the comic uses, and the 89 logo was original, so you would think... I like that, too. She, They, they told that actress, you have to read this like, like you're a robot. <laughs> Danny DeVito's line delivery is great. He's worth such hate. Yeah. I'm gonna put him on a slab! Uh, so apparently the logo was commissioned by one dude into another dude who said to drop every other concept he was doing and work on this. Then they did it. Then they changed the logo to the three-pronged tail because it looks like feet. Uh, And so it ended up being a combination of these two guys, Peters and Ringwood, uh, and I suppose that there was some kind of dispute between them. Ah, that sucks, because it's a beautiful logo. Way to go, Peterson Ringwood. <laughs> That's my favorite. See, these uh, are very clearly real penguins. 
These are not the animatronic penguins. The animatronic penguins have uh, bigger I heads. Oh, I think it's a mixture. See, these all all the close-ups look cyborg penguins. Look, look real. <laughs> it's a mixture. It's monkey. <laughs> Remember when we were fighting animatronic wind-up monkeys? <laughs> See, these these are animatronics, but when they were walking and stuff, they looked real. Also, so I wonder who's filming that on Alfred's computer monitor. <laughs> well, that just speaks out to the horrible uh, security issue right. that Gotham had. The NSA was actually a prototype. Right. It's the end scene from The Dark Knight, but without any of the morals in question. Or the white eyes. Right. Those eyes, those horrible blue eyes. For any unexplainable question, I'm just going to say that Robin's doing it. Like, Robin is recording that footage for Alfred. <laughs> the, I like the idea of Robin just with like a handheld camcorder standing in Gotham Plaza while all the penguins are converging. <laughs> See, I don't even like like a handheld one. I I wanted to hold like the big movie one that you mm -hmm. have to really push the hold up. Well, it was it Dick was... Grayson trains for six months to Monkey. be a crime fighter. He's like, yeah, this is what I want to do. <laughs> he just records penguins. Also, uh, who who gets to clean the uh, the bat boat after driving through the sewers? Is that Alfred's job? <laughs> <laughs> Alfred's job is clean up. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so filthy. Like <laughs> That's actually Alfred driving the bat boat. Right, right. And then Bruce was going to clean it. His skin looks so smooth here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Michael Keaton's picked does. up on their skin. skin yeah, I guess characters. so. I guess so. Michael Keaton's skin just looks so smooth in these, in these Batmobile shots. That's not a Batmobile. I'm sorry, the Batboat. The other car. <laughs> the dark. <laughs> he really didn't. Oh, it goes upstairs. That's not. <laughs> I love how it's a duck, a duck on the radar. <laughs> on in the, in the radar on the on like the little computer thing. It's it's, it's a duck. He made it. <laughs> Uh, Jesus know. Christ! He wants, he wants so to know he cares, and he does. <laughs> you see, Ozzy, I see. I, I made it an actual duck, just for you. Out of curiosity, <laughs> why? Why do you think he went with a duck? I guess it, it was there. Yes. It was there. It was that Arctic Denver. world. <laughs> Batman's gonna have to take a shower. <laughs> imagine what Penguin smells like. Like genuinely, imagine. Well, his thing—he definitely didn't shower even after he became a member of society. Well, he, Danny DeVito, also hasn't actually showered since his movie was <laughs> He hasn't showered in thirty years. <laughs> they say after like a month. That's a great close up. Yeah. They say after that, was the, a, that was like that was the Shatner eyes. Right. Um, after a month of not showering, you um, you start to smell normal. 
And um, your hair goes back to normal too. Like your the grease in your hair just goes away. I know about that one because like the like your body because when you shower and you shampoo, your body doesn't produce the bacteria oils that would cancel out like oily hair. Right. So after a while, your body starts producing them again, which makes your hair normal. It's the same thing with why the bacteria the... that makes you smell bad. Right. Why do um why do penguins have like eye targeted lasers? <laughs> well, they're aiming. You didn't know that. Once again, there was the the sixteen millimeter film again. I. I yeah, I I noticed it that time. That was. Odd. It's interesting because I haven't noticed it anywhere else in the movie. It probably was, and I just missed it. Hunky. <laughs> the, the, the penguins do have nukes. <laughs> well, yes, but well, the penguins, the penguins are actually aiming these, which is interesting that they're doing so yeah, much destruction because <laughs> they're aiming it. That's things. the thing. They have like they have like the the Luke Skywalker laser thing. On yeah. Like, like they're they're choosing to do this. They just want chaos. We thought they were innocent all along, but they actually want chaos. They're the real villains. Right. There's no way this gun works after being submerged in water for an hour, but... Go off, Max Shrek. Go for like, it. You can go for it. <laughs> like, there's just there's no chance. Or that it's even loaded. Why would you assume a, 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 oh, a yeah. gun in the, in the sewer is loaded? Oh, he's a great slime ball. Yeah. Also, he rocks a cape. Yes. We should use... Okay. I stand by this. We need to use more capes in everyday life. Absolutely. Lando Calrissian. Yeah, exactly. Get all politicians to wear them. Because then you can tell if a politician's a Darth Vader or if he's a Bail Organa. Right. <laughs> These are a, really vicious nukes. What a horrible glide, line. Batman, glide. You don't even need to glide because you're on a rope, but glide. They could have brought back <laughs> the other cape, Wait. too. He he T-posed all the way down that zip. <laughs> For no reason to. <laughs> he had no reason to do that, but he did anyway. Also, Batman has killed so many people in this movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just just so many. So for him to not want to... Uh, also, you can tell the, the miniature there because of the smoke. The rookie mistake mm. made by Tim Burton. Um, <laughs> Famed, experienced director Tim Burton. Um... It's it's interesting that he wants to let Shrek go, as opposed to just murdering him when he's murdered so many other people. But well, he's not even saying let like I'll murder him. Like he he could just let Catwoman kill him. Yeah. Also, why is this 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 thing behind them on a spring? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's bouncing. It's on it's on some kind it's of bouncy vibing. spring, but I don't understand why it would need to be. It's like a pipe. Why is the pipe on a string or on a spring? <laughs> I don't get it. It's so distracting. Yeah. Oh, there it is. That the seems like such so an cool. odd material yeah. for it to be made out of. Rubber. Yeah, like like not even. Also, rubber is like, not I know easy it's to just rip. For that shot, but like the stretchy rubber. It was just a really thin cast. Well, I mean, I would think they would have to like snip the edges for him to rip it that easily. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. like, maybe maybe he is just jacked. I was gonna say more in the context of the movie. How is Bruce Wayne ripping it? But well, we, he punched through the Batmobile. That's true. He did punch Batmobile the floor of the Batmobile. Really weak. Well, he's just superhumanly strong. 
Shrek also, is just blind. And he fired her. <laughs> Why are you dressed up like that? <laughs> I do like that adds to the the believability that it, it's it's my Superman thing. Whereas, um, like I, I've always been up to mindset that people don't think that Superman would have a secret identity. Um, it's mm. neat with with Bruce that um that that it was so shocking for him to be Batman that he didn't even believe it when he seed him saw him ride in glide in on a on a glider and then rip off the mask and still didn't what? believe that Bruce Wayne was Batman when I'm he sorry, sees I... him Batman hush i'm i'm trying to watch the movie and speak at the same time no i'm sorry but you you were saying it and i was just i was watching Christopher Walken not care he does whatsoever not care. while he just shoots this man who won't die. And he's a fairly good actor, so that ha that ha also has to be intentional. Right, I, I imagine that's just what the character was meant to be like. Also, there you go, Colin. <laughs> There's the taser thing. Good stuff. Incredible. I feel like there are easier ways to kill the man. She had a gun right. well, earlier sure that, in the. I'm sure that like hurts. Earlier in the movie, she she had a gun, <laughs> like she didn't have to kill herself in the process. Well, she doesn't. Uh... She said like, that's a, that's another weird thing about this like Catwoman mythos is that they actually have nine lives. Yeah, it is interesting. It's the same the same mythos that's in, in the Catwoman movie. So if you wanna. Ah, oh, incredible! I love that where it just it drips. Drips down the show. Yeah. yeah, that's good. It's hey. um. He look. Oh, the, the black. Oh, it's spewing out. For whatever reason, this has always so, reminded me of. Um, it's always reminded his death always reminded me of Doctor Octopus's death from Spider Man Two. Of course, 2. it does. Oh. Yeah. No, you and the Raimi movie. Absolutely not. We're kicking off 2020 <laughs> with, with Raimi commentary tracks, in case you right. you missed that Colin, conversation. You 20, 2021 is the year of Sam Raimi. We're doing 12 Sam Raimi movies for all of 2021. We, well, you, you, it's, it's, no, it's not going to happen. We got the Spider-Man trilogy. we like three movies in total, because... The Spider-Man trilogy, the Evil Dead trilogy, Dark Man, Oz the Great and Powerful... His Quibi series. How do you think he dies? Do you think it was a heart attack? I just assume it was like... I, I, I feel like this is just adrenaline. Ah. So he was already dead. I mean, he looks like he but was yeah, already he, dead. Yeah, he's dead. He's just running on fumes. Right. Just like Roger Moore. Right. For the last 30, <laughs> the last 30, years, 30 of years of his life. <laughs> And uh, Prince Charles. Well, yeah, but that that will go on for the next. <laughs> right. Prince Philip's more. That's what I was. That's what I meant to say. I'm not up to date on my. Uh, I, I'm up to date. I don't know much about the royal family. He will also <laughs> be running on fumes for the next thirty years of his life. <laughs> he he's. I think he's ninety-eight. So we've got two years till he hits a hundred. The Queen's mother lived to 101, so... We're talking through one of the most cinematic deaths in film history about... <laughs> and not even mentioning it. About a, f a family who won't die. 
I mean, they're just pulling this man. They're bigger than he is. These these animatronic penguins that's, are that's bigger than him for sure. Like yeah. those, those, those are huge. That said, I don't really know what penguin sizes are like. Well, they they be they be they they grow king penguins or emperor <laughs> they be penguins. Vibin'. Emperor penguins grow to be about five foot ish, so they're taller than probably Danny DeVito is in real life, but you not know, the ones I got for this fact, movie. That was um that was inspiration for all of his Oompa Loompa scenes in Charlie <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory. That was actually the uh, <laughs> they used the concept part for Gus's clue based on that scene. Incredible. Here we are with the reshoot. Such a weird choice to for the studio to make him reshoot. I mean, I know it's because they wanted her to have her own movie, so they wanted to reveal her as alive. But there's nothing between this reshoot and the last. The the scene. last scene of the movie. Well, yeah, she just disappears from the last scene. Which makes me curious as to what the movie was supposed to end with. Like like, how is this film supposed to end? It's not. Was it supposed to end with? Was it supposed to end with with penguin being pulled into the water and then the credits roll? Like what was? Like because that feels like kind of an unsatisfactory. I, I imagine it was ending. like him paying respects to Selena's grave or something. I could see that. Maybe I don't think. I think the additional shadow was just the bat signal thing. I think this was no the 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 shadow the the Catwoman sh she was supposed to be dead. The shadow was definitely definitely a reshoot the, as well. This scene, this scene is that scene may have been like in there, can, but but she was supposed scene. to be intentionally dead. Tim Burton was very against the scene because he wanted her to be like for sure dead. Alfred started driving before Bruce even got in the car. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to leave him behind. We never see this cat again, so I can only assume he dies between movies. <laughs> well, Lil, do you know that he's been cast in Flashpoint? <laughs> <laughs> the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch is in, is in Flashpoint. Incredible. That cat does not look like he's having a good time. It's just blending in with his coat. Oh. There's once again that, that soft filter or whatever that they put on the on the film. It's, mm. it's great. This movie this is looks a great so miniature. Good. Great miniature map Absolutely. painting. Map mix. painting, mini miniature combination. And then the um the Catwoman head that's clearly not Michelle Pfeiffer. No, it's, I think it's <laughs> is it an animatronic? Yeah. No, that's, 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 animatronic. No, that's moving. It it's mm. moving too much to be an animatronic. But it is the the suit before it was destroyed, so she went home and made another one before <laughs> before that so this was right, what a movie Batman Returns great great film definitely not my favorite I actually weirdly enough this I'm gonna get like uh, hung for this like you guys are gonna publicly execute me but I think I prefer Batman Forever because I really like oh Eric, Eric uh, Trump worked on this movie um as I'm watching look, okay Bob Kane. So he wasn't dead at the time of filming. He just wrote his wife into the movie. He didn't write the movie. Um, I, it's not my favorite of the 90s Batman movies. That goes to 89. I really like Batman Forever. I know the, the hate it gets, but I really like Forever. Um, it's better than Batman and Robin, though, so that's high <laughs> praise. It's got that going for it. Very stylized. Um... A fun movie. It, it really is fun. It's just it's a little too much on the weird scale for me. 
It, it takes things a little I... too far for my liking. This rewatch has uh, probably moved it down in my rankings. Oh, interesting. But not like, not majorly. Of Lego Batman, and now Lego Batman's <laughs> above this. Ah, good old Tom <laughs> Kiefer, the best boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, great movie. If you listen to this oh, and weren't King watching Penguins along. were provided by Birdland. Birdland. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Colin, any final words? Uh, about what I think? No, just whatever. Any any last words? <laughs> any last words? <laughs> um, I, for one, am a fan of, like, just the artsy. Oh, absolutely. Like, comic book movies. And uh, this is just kind of like... I You know, I, I, I like it more than Forever because it was clearly made by an artist who, you know had something very specific in mind and i really respect that i really and you know like even if it wasn't like his decision to do that because it's under a studio and all that but um i still think forever has enough of that in it see i think forever feels very cool alan scott works on this movie i worked on this movie everybody in the world oh, yeah. works on this movie. <laughs> Uh, Marlon Wayans did not work on this movie. Well, as far as we know, well, we, uh, in our in our headcanon, he did. <laughs> right. Uh, well, no, I like it. I think it's, I think it's tied with Forever, just because I have uh, a uh, nostalgic thing for Forever. That's probably the strongest out of the four. But well, they're all they're all. You can get something out of each and every Batman. Absolutely, you can. None and of them are like not entertaining. None of them are bad, which yeah. is well. I mean, I except people, for Batman and Robin, are bad. But... Batman and Robin more and more, but uh, I just want to say Batman and Robin is a fun ride, and it embraces its camp in all of its glory. And we're gonna do Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin Batman works. Batman and Robin is hot garbage. Batman and Robin works and Robin. as a as a re as a remake of Batman sixty six. Or as <laughs> here we go again. There's also the theory that it's a movie that was made within the Burton universe of <laughs> Batman and Robin. I don't like that one as much as I like it as a as a straight up remake based off of Batman '66 because it works so perfectly as uh, as that. Or um, that's the theory I like better. It's a movie that takes place in the Batman '66 universe of of Batman and Robin. Whereas like Batman and Robin's normal lives are really boring, but on film they're they're super exciting and they have ice skates. Um, well, here's the thing: before we go on to do the Raimi year, we do have to finish this. No, that's not true. We're we're kicking off January with Spider-Man 2002. Me and you have already talked about this, Josh. We're we're kicking it off with Fine. the trilogy. We're kicking off Fine. 2021 with the Sam Raimi trilogy, so that we know that we're starting it off good. <laughs> like we're gonna right, well this has been a fun ride we're gonna put a high we're gonna make hindsight 2020 and um <laughs> and kick off Tessa the year Raimi site 2020 right so total in this movie batman appears 10 times in in with in between other characters so that's fun but once again merry christmas everyone we watched the greatest christmas movie uh to to wish you uh, a merry christmas thanks for listening to the podcast uh, thanks for listening to the Semi-Pro Film Show. I have been Dalton Barrett. I've been Josh Clements. Also, Super Freak was in the credits. So, yes, Dalton, you were right. I knew I was right. <laughs> I was singing along to it as it was going. <laughs> yes, I, I've been Josh Clements. 
um, Colin Chastain. I do want to thank you guys for taking this chunk out of your time to watch along with Batman Returns for us, and we'll see you next time.